Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. Okay, ladies, I've got something new and special and extra fun coming up, and I want to make sure you get in on this goodness. I am hosting a free masterclass on June 28th and or 29th, and are you ready for it? I will be teaching no mo FOMO. You heard me right. No more fear of missing out. See, I've been hearing too many women utter words like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I'll be able to get to that dream once XYZ happens. Or doing that, insert whatever you desire, would sure be nice if only friends. Imagine a life where you never get to the XYZ, where you never get to what you desire. Now that, that's fucking scary. Missing out on our dreams is actually pretty terrifying. And that is what I want to make sure doesn't happen through this masterclass. In No Mo FOMO, we will be uncovering what dreams you're harboring. We're going to get crystal clear on what it looks like and what your dreams look like in real life. We're going to prioritize those dreams and create a game plan to make it happen. So if you're ready to live a life pursuing those dreams and desires, please join me. If you have a girlfriend who you know could benefit from this free class, please invite them. As I mentioned, it will be offered on either June 28th or 29th. You get to choose based on your schedule. So just click the link. The link is in the show notes to register. I can't wait to see you in there. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. As you heard in the introduction, I'm getting ready to launch my next masterclass, No Mo FOMO. And you guys, it's going to be so damn good. I'm so ready, like itching. Can't wait to watch more and more women step into their dream lives with passion and confidence. I am so excited to teach this masterclass and my big, huge, scary, crazy goal is to have 100 women register for the free class Um, because I want this message to be in the ears and hearts and minds of more women. So if you haven't joined, I would love to see you in there. But it wasn't long ago that I actually hosted my very first masterclass and I was completely and utterly terrified. So at the time, I was part of Amy Porterfield's ridiculously amazing course, DCA or Digital Course Academy. So in her DCA, she teaches 
people how to create and conduct their own masterclass. And she literally gives uh, gives us all the support, all the help, all the guidance that we would need to be successful. The big old problem was that just participating in her course wasn't going to be enough for me to launch my own. Because here's the truth. Here's the truth of most webinars and most, most masterclasses that you'll take, just like Nomo FOMO, they are packed with amazing, good content. And they will provide advice and tips and strategies to move your life forward. And at the end of these masterclasses or webinars that are out there, there's always going to be, or most of the time, an invitation, an invitation at the end to somehow work together. So for me, the invitation at the end of Nomo FOMO, like spoiler alert, is going to be to join the next round of Living on Purpose University, which is a seven-week academy that teaches women how to live a life of intention and purpose. So Okay. So back to the first masterclass. So it was really, really clunky. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And even, even with Amy Porterfield in my back pocket, I didn't know what I was doing. And that's not to say that I didn't know my content. I did. It was amazing. And I'm always going to double, triple, quadruple down on the content and give you more, 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 more. But I didn't know how to create a landing page or an email sequence or a webinar platform or a slide deck or how to craft the replay. You guys, the learning curve was so steep when I um, hosted my very first masterclass. So I hired a coach to help me through it because good coaches have good coaches And my coach had also gone through Amy's DCA. And so when we were on our coaching calls, we were able to speak the same language. And together we fumbled and bumbled. Well, she didn't really fumble at all because she knew what she was doing. I fumbled and bumbled my way through this new platform I was using, Kajabi. And when I say fumble, it was like, we were on zoom and she would be like, click the button up in the left. Okay. Now click here. Nope. Not there. Go back. It was that intensive because it felt like in Kajabi, it felt like I was learning a new language. It was insane. There are so many steps and it's almost like you have to like reverse engineer what you're doing. So if the end goal is a course or my university, you have to reverse engineer the whole thing. There are so many steps, so much programming, so much content to create and you guys so much work, but I stuck with it. Now I want to take a little pause on that story for a minute. So er, pausing on that story and I'm going to take you back about five years. Okay. So rewind. I was a newish coach a few years into my practice, and I had a handful of clients who I got through word of mouth and was not, I was not in any way promoting or advertising my coaching practice at the time. However, I was ready to grow the practice, expand um, my impact. And so I hired a coach who specializes in this. I put 
a bunch of money into her program in hopes that it would be exactly what I needed to create a thriving coaching practice. I jumped into her program with like all the gusto and all the enthusiasm as an entrepreneur on fire. I was in it. I was in it to win it, you know, and that was great on all until I got to the point in her program uh, where the assignment was for me to host my first webinar masterclass. Same thing. We'll call it a masterclass. And this assignment, you guys, stopped me dead in my tracks. I was like, what the fuck? A masterclass? I don't know anything about that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know the technology that's needed. I don't even know what topic to teach on. I don't know who would sign up. I don't know anything. And guess what? That was that. I faded right on out of the program. Uh, No thriving coaching practice of my dreams, no impact made. And over, you know, the last five years, my practice has grown in other ways. However, this program that I bought five years ago, I just stopped. I just quit on because of the fact that I didn't know. And I could tell, I didn't know how, and I could tell you that I just gotten busy with other things, but that would be straight up a lie. Fear got the best of me. And for me, it wasn't so much the fear of failure. I have failed enough in my life that that part doesn't scare me as much as the fear of not knowing how. One of the biggest roadblocks for me and my dreams has never been the inability to see the end. I could always see the big goal or dream at the end, right? Like I can see at the end, you know, five years ago, I could see the end of my coaching practice, but the roadblock that's always been in my way for me has been the inability to actually see the path, the process and the work that it will take to get to where I want to go. And in the past, this has stopped me, stopped me in my tracks, just like it did with that coaching program. And I tell you that story because I think it's really important because um, I didn't do that this time. You know, I bought DCA um, to help me create Living on Purpose University. What I didn't know is that one of the steps along the way was going to be a masterclass. And I didn't know how, but I didn't let it stop me this time. This time I had Amy Porterfield in my back pocket. I hired the coach I was telling you about to to help me out with the tech stuff. I hired a a VA that I've never met, don't even know online to put together some graphics so that I could get the the word out to the world that I'm doing a masterclass. I put the hours on my calendar and I stayed true to my schedule. And six months ago, back in January, is when I hosted my very first masterclass. And it was titled Three Ways to Kick People Pleasing to the Curb. And it was small. It was clunky. And it was not a wild success compared to other people's masterclasses. But for me, you guys, 
it was one of my biggest successes to date because this time I didn't allow the fear of not knowing how stop me. So last night I was sitting in bed watching a show, um, Xavier, poor buddy, he had a fever all day. And so he was kind of uncomfortable falling asleep last night. So I stayed up a little bit late, just making sure he was all good. And while I was staying up, I was watching that show. And I was also working on the masterclass and my next course launch. So my next living on purpose university launch. And I was in Kajabi and doing all the things. It was like, I was able to speak this foreign language that I didn't know how just six months ago, pretty dang well. I was handling the tech all by myself. I spent time creating the slides for the masterclass that are going to be fire. I made the landing page. I crafted the emails and I did it all by myself. (laughs) This morning I was reflecting in my journal about how far I'd come in just six months. And I was so proud because I was reflecting on all the other times I had not started something I really, really wanted due to not understanding the path, the process, and the work it was going to take to get there. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before, and I'm positive I'll mention it again, that this podcast has been a dream in my heart for years literally years until I finally realized that I would never launch this podcast without help. I would just never take the time to figure out the tech. I wouldn't do it. I would never try to learn editing or how to write show notes or how to upload to all the different platforms that I don't even know are out there. So finally, after years of dreaming, I just said, who can do this with me? I ha- who can help me? And once I hired help, I was able to move forward. Also, as I was reflecting on other situations in my life where I have needed the help or not done something because I didn't know how, it reminded me of the time that I decided to buy a bike and learn to ride. Like, of course, I, not of course, shouldn't say that. I know how to ride a bike. But what I wanted was I wanted a road bike, but also like one that could go on the trails. And I wanted to, in the summer, ride my bike all over the place. I had this, I could see the end, right? I could see, I could see myself with my fanny pack, like riding 10 miles out to a little brewery and having a beer. And um, I don't even know if I'd read my book. I'd have my phone. I could read my book on my Kindle, you know, and ride 10 miles back and just like, I, I could see the end. But I had never really rode before. And so I went in and I bought my bike and I got all the help that I could possibly get with what kind of bike I should get. And then I remember I was getting ready for my first ride. And one of my girlfriends, one of my best girlfriends was also obsessed with riding at the time. And, and honestly, you know, I, you know, I I was, I was envious of her. I would see her. We live pretty close to each other. I would see her riding her bike with like mud splatter all the way down her back. And I was like, such a freaking badass. I want to do that. I want to be her. And so she was definitely my helper along the way. And I texted her once I got the bike, once I got the helmet, once I got all the things, I had everything. I had everything I needed, right? I texted her. I was like, oh my God, there are so many gears and levers and numbers. 
what do I do? Like, wh- how do you know what gear to be in in what situation? And my friend texted me this back. This is it. That's all she said. She said, just go ride. And what she was telling me is, Maddie, you're going to figure it out along the way. You're not going to know everything, but you got to get started. You got all the help that you could possibly get up until this point. Now it's time for you to just go ride. Just like the podcast, you guys, like I got all the help for the back end stuff, but until I got behind the microphone and spit my words out, it, it wasn't going to happen. I just needed to get behind the mic and talk with the masterclass. It's like, I got all the help I could possibly get. And then it really came down to me. There's so many instances in my life when I've failed to start because I didn't know how. And I'm proud to say that through self-coaching, reading all the books, I have realized this and the time between idea, getting help and doing the thing is shortening, which with each and every big leap, big dream, big goal I go after, the lag time is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. I was recently chatting with a friend who has some big goals and talked to a lot of women who have this big goal. One of hers is writing a book. And her side of the conversation was basically like listening to myself five years ago. She was asking herself and me, who would even read my book? What would it look like? You know, would people buy it? How would I even start? What would the title be? Like all of this stuff, all of this questioning. And my advice to her was just, first of all, get help. You don't have to know how to do it all. But then I asked the tough love question. Like I said, who cares if nobody reads it? Who cares if nobody likes it? Who cares? If it's your goal and it's your dream, then you are the one suffering by not putting it out there. And so that was the end of the conversation. But um, I hope that that little piece maybe makes you think, what is the goal that you're suffering because of? What is the dream that you're suffering by not pursuing it? And how can you get help? I think another reason we, and I mean me, haven't started a lot of things along with not knowing how or... um yeah, not knowing how, is that we don't start these things because we compare our step one to someone else's step 253. Like we expect to come out of the gate running and wildly successful. And my question is like, what if that's not your experience? What if you come out of the gate? What if you write the book? What if you do the podcast? What if you do the thing? And it's, and it's not wildly successful. Would it still be worth it? Would pursuing the dream still be worth it if you weren't wildly successful right away? I think of women like Lady Gaga and Oprah and Liz Gilbert. People who I know, because I've read their books, <laughs> did not come out of the gate on top. They didn't come out swinging and they didn't come, well, maybe they came out swinging, but they didn't come out wildly successful. Like the ones who also didn't know how, and they did it anyway. The ones who pursued their dreams because it was their dream. 
not anybody else's. It was their dream. They didn't start for the fame or the money or notoriety. Yeah, those things came for these women. And I hope they I hope they come for us. Like if it's what we want, I hope it, it comes for us. But the point is that the things, the dreams, the end, a lot of times don't come easy. Big goals, big dreams seldom are. Could you imagine if Lady Gaga quit after her first open mic night or Oprah quit after her first interview or Liz Gilbert quit writing after she received her first rejection letter from the editor? Big Magic is one of my most inspirational books that, that I've read. I fucking love, love Liz Gilbert for Big Magic. She would have never put that out into the universe. I would have never had the gift of reading that if she quit after the first rejection letter. I can't imagine. You know, these women are models of persistence. And we can learn so much from them. I channel this when I think about my first masterclass. I had, you guys, oh my God, you guys. I had 13 students show up. In my first course, I had seven students register on my first podcast episode, only 20 people and half of those were probably my family downloaded and listened to the episode. In my first year of coaching, I made less than $10,000 for the whole year. I am like, imagine if I'd stopped showing up, if I decided that after one masterclass, one course, one podcast episode, one year of coaching, that I wasn't a success. Because I was comparing it to someone else. And actually, I don't want to, I don't want to imagine that. That's absolutely terrifying. Right now, this is my dream. Teaching, coaching, writing, podcasting. Right now is my dream. And I plan to do it for as long as the dream continues. And I hope that I can keep creating for a very, very, very long time, if not forever. And when shit gets hard, because it always does, I'll remind myself to ask for the help. So this podcast episode just came to me this morning after staying up last night with Xavier, working on my masterclass, journaling and reflecting over how far I've come. And so here's what I hope you've gathered. Number one, that the NoMo FOMO masterclass is going to be like off the hook and you definitely want to register. Link is in the show notes. Number two, that we're not going to let fear hold us back from starting the thing that we really, really, really want to do. Okay. And that t- that's what we're also going to talk about in the Nomo FOMO as well. But this is just a little teaser because fear, fear is one of the biggest reasons I see women missing out on their own life. And we need to stop that shit now. The third thing I hope that you got from this episode is that once or before, like either right before, once you start the thing, please don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Like, let's not expect to come out of the gate as a fucking expert It's just setting ourselves up for failure It's just going to lead to like sadness and disappointment and all the shit, like getting fired up all the shit. We don't need when we're starting something that's going to be hard when we're starting to go after the life we crave, when we're starting to pursue the dreams. And the last thing that I hope that I shared or got across is that there's, there's no shame in asking for help. I actually think that pride 
is the problem when it comes to asking for help. So please ask for the help. There is so much help to be had. I think about when people, when women text me, you know, they're for advice or thoughts or whatever, it gives me joy. It, it gives me joy. Just this morning, I was taking the dog outside um, to go to the bathroom and I look over at my just horrible garden. It is horrible. The kids have played like mud pit in there. It's not even a garden. It's like, I, uh, I'm like offending gardens by calling it a garden. <laughs> so I took a photo of it because I don't even want it there. I, I want to get rid of these like pavers and I want to put some bushes there that just that look, that look nice. I don't know how to do it. And so I put it out there on social media and I said, Hey, what I just posted the picture. What should I do here? Like 15 comments from, from people who love, who have a green thumb, who love plants and gardening and all the things I don't gave me their thoughts and advice. They love it. There's so much help to be had and people love giving help. So don't be afraid to ask my friend. All right. That's all I've got for you. I got fired up. I hope you stick stuck with me. I really hope to see you in one of the masterclasses. There's two options and uh, that's it. As always, my friend, please continue to live a life on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.